हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू द थर्टी फिफ्थ एपिसोड ऑफ स्निपिट्स आई एम डॉक्टर गौरव चौहान रेजिडेंट एट शंकर नेत्रालय टुडेज एपिसोड इज स्पेशली फॉर न्यू रेजिडेंट्स हु आर जस्ट बिगनिंग देयर जर्नी इन द फील्ड ऑफ ऑकुलर सर्जरी इन दिस एपिसोड वी हैव विद अस डॉक्टर जयालक्ष्मी गोविंदन मैम सीनियर कंसल्टेंट एट शंकर नेत्रालय शी हैज़ अ वास्ट एक्सपीरियंस इन ट्रेनिंग रेजिडेंट्स एंड फेलोज एंड टूडे शी विल बी टॉकिंग टू अस about the basics of ocular surgery welcome to stimbits ma'am hello gaurav thanks for inviting me in this covid-19 pandemic we all know that there has been a delayed start or slow growth in every field and so it is in the surgical training of postgraduates and fellows but the good news is that there is an ever rising knowledge sharing and learning from the experts all over the world in the form of n number of webinars and virtual conferences i am here to give you some tips in the form of 10 steps for newbies who are starting their surgical training so firstly ma'am how do we orient ourselves before starting surgery so the first step know your basics it is important to know the normal anatomy of structures of the eye that we are going to deal with for example before you give the local anesthesia you need to know the orbital anatomy its relations with the vital structures and its applied aspects this holds true for any part of the eye from the lids to the retina before we put the knife on them the second step is know the equipment learn every instrument and their uses along with the inventor's name as well as the machine used for that particular surgery this will be helpful for your examination also at this juncture know your ipd get used to the microscope and its adjustment ma'am sometimes residents in their early phase of training find it difficult in depth perception while using the operating microscope in your experience how often does this happen and how can we overcome this yes we come across this scenario very often many times the supervisor recognizes that the student has issues with stereopsis when he or she struggles in few steps of the surgery so it will be wise to get your orthoptics evaluated before you start your surgery don't worry it is usually correctable provided the appropriate exercises the advice are done regularly now coming to the third step know the technique of the surgery step wise from the standard textbooks followed in your institute also learn the sterilization protocol like scrubbing wearing gown no touch technique of donning gloves cleaning and draping and so on then coming to the fourth step start observing as many surgeries as possible performed by the consultants and your seniors look for the position of their hands the feet the way they hold the instruments from outside you can learn helpful tips from each of them mum how helpful are the recorded videos for the residents yes it is very helpful and you know there are no dearth of youtube videos available nowadays as well as the recorded surgical videos in the hospital where you are undergoing training ask a trusted senior or your mentor to point out the relevant and effective ones so that you can watch and learn now going to the fifth step visit the wet lab practice makes one perfect there are so many ways to practice the steps before you touch the human eye how can wet labs be helpful for us start with suturing practice on foam sheets under the microscope goat eyes are, can be ordered 
which gives the feel of real tissue. This pandemic has established the importance of simulation in surgical training. And there are various models to teach different kinds of cataract and even vitreoretinal procedures. There is also virtual reality for phacoemulsification with gamification features that offers scores and points out hits and misses. Even after you start operating on live human eyes, nothing stops you to go back to wet lab till you get that particular technique right. Now coming to the day of surgery. When we are allotted a case, what all should we check? Yes, that will be a sixth step. I know you will be very excited to see your name against a patient's name in the OT list. If you have done all the above steps and when you are allotted a case, know your patient thoroughly, both ocular features and the systemic issues if the patient has, so that you are not in for any surprise on the table or later just because you failed to notice the essential sign or reading. Coming to the seventh step, run the checklist in your mind on that day. Don't be in a haste to start. Adjust the microscope focus, magnification, make your sitting posture comfortable and your patient's head position parallel to the level of the table. Handle every tissue with care as if you are operating on a baby. Learn the correct technique from the beginning when you are under supervision. As you do more number of cases, make a note on the time taken to complete the surgery. You know patient under the local anesthesia can't lie under the drape for a long time. Ma'am, how can one improve their surgical skills? Yes, that is your most important step. Analyze and discuss. Rewind and analyze your performance. Discuss with your mentor or your supervisor the difficulties you had, the mistakes you made and what better ways to tackle it. If there is recording facility available in your institute, use it to record your cases and go through them regularly. Your job doesn't end with doing surgery alone. Post-op follow-up of the patient is also important. Maintain a good surgical log so that you can assess your progress 3 months, 6 months down the line. Learn from yours as well as others' mistakes and never repeat it. Never lose hope or become overconfident. You know, nobody is a born surgeon or can attain perfection in a day. In the words of Atul Gawande, no matter how well-trained people are, few can sustain their best performance on their own. That's where coaching comes in. You must have outside ears and eyes for people to judge you and guide you in the right path. As we all know, residents tend to compare the number of surgeries performed among themselves. In your opinion, ma'am, how important is this number of surgeries that we get during residency? Yes, this is a very common feeling among the residents. In surgery, there is no magic number. Don't go by the number of surgeries done. What matters is how you perform confidently and safely. Complications can occur even in the best of hands. So, it can occur at any stage in your career. What is important is how you manage them. Staying calm and alert will help in delivering a good outcome in every case. That's your ninth step. Lastly ma'am, what are your tips for becoming a successful surgeon? Yes. Finally, don't take things casually or for granted. No surgery is inferior to another. At the end of the day, a well-done surgery and a satisfied patient reflects one's maturity and seniority. Persistence and hard work to achieve the goals, sincerity towards work, gratitude towards the patient and maintaining humility at all times in your career. This is what gives you long-term success.
shortcuts do not last long following these 10 steps will go in a long way in helping you master your surgery in the end i would like to summarize the steps know the basic know the instrument learn the step wise technique of surgery observation of surgery wet lab practice thorough pre operative workup doing meticulous surgery analyze and discuss stay calm alert and active and lastly have a good attitude and work hard to attain success eventually you will learn to take it forward by teaching your juniors be a lifelong learner happy learning and all the very best to all of you thank you ma'am for taking time out to share your valuable experience with us i am definite that this will be helpful to all the residents here thank you all for listening and stay tuned for future episodes